Hey, Wingman Nation, welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast. This is your host, John Delaney, hanging at the hangar in beautiful Lakeland, Florida, with my buddy, Pastor Jay Dennis, the co-founder of Wingman Nation. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, buddy. It's good to see you. It's good to see you as well. Glad that you're back in uh, in the swing of things. Yes. Okay. Had a wonderful vacation and uh, was in the part of the country that was cool in the mornings, cool in the evenings, no humidity. It and, was so nice. And then back to uh, the, <laughs> back to the bacon, back to the sauna. He went from he, he went went from outside into the oven. Oh, when you got off the plane and it was immediate, oh, like wow, that'll man. take your breath away. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said it in last week's podcast about walking out the walking out the door. Uh, of the garage and yeah. I'm like six feet, you know, to the car door. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh. it's 11 o'clock in the morning. And yeah. It's already 90. Yes. I pity you know? the folks that have to work outside. I mean, I that's, know, uh, that's brutal. There's a house going up being constructed right next door to me. And, uh, and, and they are, uh, those poor dudes and they're inside now, yeah. uh, even though that, and it's, at least it's in the shade. But they have, you can hear the fans. They they must have like six or eight fans and they're blowing stuff around. Yeah. As they're putting the electric, you know, in the walls and it's not even drywalled yet. So, oh, no, (laughs) excuse me. No, it's not fun. Uh, But you know what? Hey, uh, I I read, actually, Sean read it to me. Um, Oh, recently, just a couple days ago, she said, because of the, the heat, and the impending uh, El Nino mm-hmm. that our winter is going to be cooler than usual. Good. So we had a hot summer. We're going to have a cooler winter. And as she put it, I can always put on more layers of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can only take off a certain amount. That is you know, absolutely right. You got ceiling fans going. Yeah. You know, oh, I, last last month was the highest electric bill I've ever seen in that house. I, and what do you do? Nothing. You pay it. <laughs> you pay it. <laughs> you don't have to be glad about it. You just pay it. <laughs> Every time it get it, when I think about it, because last uh, you know a year, not quite a year ago, but getting pretty close yeah. when that hurricane hit. Oh my! We got so lucky at that that it was the end of September. Mm-hmm. Then there was about because we were out without electricity for like eight days. Oh, wow! Yeah, and it took three days to get back to the house. But when <laughs> we we finally got back there. It was cool enough at night that you weren't, you know, I mean, I had the sliding glass doors open. Yeah. And it wasn't until like the last two days, it was like, we have to get, we have to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, because we need some air. Exactly. I'll never forget the picture you sent me. Uh, You had uh, gone to the grill (laughs) and and you did steak and eggs. (laughs) I had the steak. It was so good. I had the steak on the grill and I had the frying pan next to it. It was like, you know, the food's going to go bad. We might as well eat like hey, kings. Hey, listen, that was ingenious. Oh, bud. it was great. It was delicious. Yeah, like you know, like a, a half a dozen eggs and a, bi- and a big, nice big sirloin steak. Oh man, I was just thinking that it same doesn't thing. get any better than that. No, but, no, man. no, no. But that, yeah, like please bring the electricity back on. So, hey, we're, we are excited to have you uh, have you with us. We're continuing on with our series, the the thirty one leadership lessons from David's mighty men, and uh, this has been a really really good series. Uh, you know, last week we talked about facing your giants, how yeah. important it is to face the the giants, the circumstances, the things in your life. And this week we're talking about using your shield. Yes. And uh, Jay and I were just talking before we started this about
about the importance of a shield that, you know, we have a shield that protects us and that shield is something we hold in front of right. us, but that still opens up our back. It does. And and what we talk about, what we're going to talk about today is, is being connected with other Christians. Yes. And they're the ones that come, you come back to back with, you lock arms, you have That's shields it. in front and you have shields behind. So you're, you're well protected. Great so, visual, bud. First Chronicles uh, 12.8 says... Uh, from the Gadites, valiant, mighty men went over to uh, to David at the stronghold in the wilderness, men trained for war who could handle a large shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and they were as swift as gazelles on the mountains. Wow. That's some, those are some studs. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> you see guys like that in the NFL. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, David's mighty men were, uh, were adept big time at using a large shield and a spear. They were trained on using their weapons. We notice also that they had faces like the faces of lions. Yeah. And, and what that means is that they had the look of determination, of fearlessness, mm-hmm. of courage, um, and striking fear in the hearts of their enemies. That was a that look, I'm sure, when someone saw it with their shield and yes. their sword and that face that they were stricken, you know, by fear of immediately. Course. So um but let, here's what we're gonna do. Let's focus on the shield. Now here's the shield is a weapon that kept the enemy's weapons from penetrating the vital organs of the mighty men. Yes, sir. That's the thing in front that's going to protect you from getting pierced mm-hmm. and hurt. Um, in this, in the New Testament, Paul uh, tells us that as part of our spiritual armor, we have a shield. Yeah. Uh, it's, in fact, it says this, in addition to all taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. That's from Ephesians 6, 16. So God, uh, faith, our faith in God and his word becomes our shield. And that prevents Satan's darts of of discouragement, of doubt, depression, disillusionment, uh, and the de- the demonic from defeating the believer who exercised that faith. That's yeah. a lot of D's, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Discouragement, doubt, depression, disillusionment, and the demonic. Yep. Those are yeah. So just I'm sure remember, there are others. <laughs> I'm sure you get a few more D's in there. Yeah. You learn those out on the highway. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> so, you know, we have to exercise our faith. Yeah. All right? And and your exercising your faith is, is simply choosing to believe that God uh, is going to control, take control over your feelings and your circumstances. Th- that's it. You, know, you cannot go by feelings and circumstances. It's only faith. That's it. And you faith, you you let God, hey, God, uh, I trust you. I believe you more than I believe what's going on in my life in in the negative circumstances that are confronting me. Exactly. You know, John, I was reading the other day something about that uh, before we have faith in God, we need to have trust in God. And I wasn't sure about the distinction there, but this guy made a great distinction. He said, you got to trust God first because you trust the character of God. Right. You know, if I have faith in God, that that that's one thing. But when I trust Him, that even when I don't understand what He's doing, I trust His character. That's, you're trusting that He's going to protect you. He, yes, having faith is one thing, but but that trust is. I think that's a that that little piece mm-hmm. says, okay, I'm just going to let it go because right. I know. 
yes, I have faith in him, but I trust that he's going to take care of me. Exactly. And, and that God means good for me. And that whatever he does, it's the right thing. It's the good thing for sure. me. Yeah. Even though I may not understand it or even agree with it. Uh, that's, that's the part. There are times God and I don't agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and think? guess who's right? <laughs> not, not us. Oh, oh God, okay, every God. time. Yeah, every time. You're right. So here are five lessons on using your shield. Number one, every child of God has been given the power shield the moment he or she comes to Christ. No Christian is left out. You have the shield of faith available to you. I love this. Upon spiritual birth, you are presented the weapons of warfare, and one of them is this shield Mm -hmm. of faith, faith that says, I trust God's character. I'm going to stake my life on what God said, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. Number two, for your shield to be effective, you have to use it. Sure. You must exercise faith in God for the shield to protect you from the enemy's attacks. So you have to you have to engage this shield. That's you like, have to yeah. do something and that is trusting God. Don't show up to a gunfight with a knife. Exactly. That's it, you know, bring the shield with you everywhere you go. Be prepared to use the shield. Yes. And number three, do those things which build up your faith, like reading God's word. Claiming God's promises, praying, fasting, exposing yourself to God's word being preached or taught, and listening to songs about faith, hanging around faith-centered people, and worshiping with other believers. You know, I find for me, and all of these are are important, but hanging around faith-centered people Mm. really helps me greatly. It does me as well. And there are times when I run low on faith. And I have to borrow someone's faith. Right. So I'll get around somebody that has a lot of faith, and and I will lean on them. Sure. That's what we do. So hang around faith-centered people, people who trust God and believe God, and you you are encouraged as a result of that. Those are the people that you lock arms with. Yeah, you do. Those are the people that have their own shield, and those are the ones that in in times that you're feeling weak and exposed— and vulnerable because your back is wide open yes, to the sir. world. You know, you're battling things, but you don't know what's coming. Right. Those are the people that step up side, beside you and behind you to cover yes. you. And, uh, and I mean, so many, there's so many good things in oh, that one, yeah. in that one thing. Uh, the one thing you talk about listening to songs yes. about faith. I love worship music. Uh-huh. I love live worship music and, uh, and hearing, hearing the crowd. Uh, you know, singing with along with it that oh. they're they're professing their own faith and worship of God. It's very powerful to me. It, it is always powerful. always has been. I it, mean, that, it, it, it very much is. And you know, Paul said that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I need to be in those places where I'm hearing God's word. Right. I'm being exposed to God's word. And that's why it is so important, guys, to be in church on Sunday. It is. Is is your faith gets built. You get this surge of energy to help you navigate the whole week. Right. And and if you miss that, uh, you're going to miss a great opportunity for your faith to expand. Yeah. 
It is. So put yourself in positions where you are, your faith is being built up. Your faith is being challenged. And, you know, uh, they say now the average, the average attendee in a church uh, means they attend once, once a month. Yeah. It's not even twice a month anymore. But, you know, uh, I I know that uh, the worship part of it, the the music um, that led led me to Christ, it led me, and I I would go to church and I'd be moved by even the hymns, you know, in an old old system, in an old old scenario of a a church that was more traditional. But I remember walking into Promise Keepers and, and hearing... Let the uh, let let the Lord rise among us. Oh, I love that song. And yeah, with the glory of the Lord rise among us. And and I'm like, get me on the field. That's right. So I can hear this music even louder. And that and so and you know it's funny is I, I mean we have we had great worship at the church that I'd attended for a long mm-hmm. time, and I'm hearing it in this new church. Yeah, in such a powerful way that when you're you know sitting in the first five rows you can hear the entire church singing oh boy and there's nothing like it and that that is a faith builder it is absolutely it's encouraging to know that there's that many people in there that are lifting their voice to god all of of cross you know section of ages you know And, and these are not people that go to church once once a month no they're there three or four sundays a month exactly i remember the first exposure I had to Promise Keepers, and the thing that moved me the most was not necessarily the speakers, which they were great, they were great right. but it was to hear Christian men sing together. Yep. John, you've experienced this. There is just nothing like no, it. No, And you talk about just building you up and encouraging you. It's life-changing. It is life-changing. Yeah, it's life-changing when you realize... You know that there's a lot of broken men in that oh, room. Oh yeah, that room. We're talking a stadium, a stadium full, full sure. of people. You know, and and then and and to see and to hear, right. you know, them worshiping. And, and you know, it, in church is different because you have a cross. You know, there's traditionally more women sure. in church than men anyway. Right. But to see that many men, you know, oh. very very powerful and moving. Really. Uh, but is. guys, you know, we we talk about you know being in church. There's, uh, I can tell you, going back to going back to church. I grew up. Uh, Jane knows this. You might <laughs> some of you listening have probably heard it. I grew up Catholic. Um, I, I jokingly consider myself a Reformed Catholic. <laughs> so the greatest gift of the Catholic Church uh, was, was I gave back. Yeah, <laughs> all the guilt and shame oh, that was heaped upon uh, me. Um, but but you know what? What when when I first started coming back to church and it was in a it was in a Methodist church. I was moved by the worship time together um before anything. Yeah. That's what opened up my heart. Uh but it, well, it I, does. Couldn't, I couldn't go I couldn't go once a month. I couldn't go once a month. And so for years I've gone to church 50 weeks a year, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 51. Sure. You know, a, a week vacation, maybe a cruise. <laughs> I'm gone two Sundays. I, I got 50 in. Sure. You know, I'm going every week because that's where God's calling me to. And I hear him speak to me. Yes. And it's grown me in my faith. And Amen. it can do the exact same thing for you. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, Guys, don't miss this. Don't miss it. Yeah. Um, number four, uh, direct your faith 
specifically. Yeah. Okay. So uh, identify the enemy's stronghold or the weapon uh, and come against it uh, using faith. Yeah. In the name of Jesus by pleading the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Those are two powerful things because mm-hmm. the name of Jesus represents all Jesus is. Right. The blood of Jesus represents all Jesus did. did. So right. when you combine who he is with what he did, those are impenetrable weapons against the enemy. They are. They absolutely are. So bring your shield, guys. Yeah. Number five, um, cling to this quote. This is a quote from Pastor uh, Ron Ron Dunno. I almost mm-hmm. called him Rob. Uh, Ron Dunn in his book, Faith Crisis. Okay. And it says, behind the will of God is thrown the power of God. Mm-hmm. When God commands us to be or do something, he places at our disposal all the resources of heaven. How exciting. <laughs> All the resources of heaven, not just a few of them. Right. You know, can you imagine all the resources of heaven? And, wow. And, you know, we talk about angels. You know, people are like, oh, you know, so-and-so died and he's he's with the angels. Now, yeah. Some of those angels are some pretty bruised. <laughs> they are, they my, are my fighters. angel's name is Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> Bubba gets pretty beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> but he does some beating, too. He does. He? <laughs> he does. <laughs> Faith is the key that releases those resources into our situation. Mm. If you know God's will in a given circumstance... You're going to be assured that he stands ready to supply whatever is needed to accomplish that will. Amen. That's just a powerful statement. You know, uh, it's so the Ron Dunn, Pastor Ron Dunn, the book is Faith Crisis. Yes. Find that quote. Put it somewhere where yes. you can read it every day. Amen. Powerful stuff. I uh, choose to trust God. And when you choose to trust God... Think about this. All these weapons are available to you. Heaven's resources come to your aid right. at that moment of trusting and having faith in the Lord Jesus when Christ. When you realize that, and I think there's so many people that don't realize right. because they think, well, I don't, I'm not so sure about God. I think there's a higher being. Sure. They don't get it. And, and, and there's a lot of people, especially nowadays, because, you know, because going to church and, and participating and being a Christian is, sure. I mean, you know, we claim that 70% of our population is, but so many people just, they don't get it. And, and, and because they don't get it, they don't see the power. That's when, it. And when they trust, when they put their faith in God mm. and something reveals itself, it's powerful. Amen. You know, John, I remember our son, Will, was born prematurely. And it looked like we were going to lose him. So he was in the neonatal unit. And I remember I was in seminary at the time. Angie was at the hospital uh, with our son. He had to stay there three weeks. And we would go every day. Mm -hmm. And I would take Angie to the hospital. She would stay. I would go to class. And and it, it was a difficult time. But I remember one day as I was driving to the hospital from 30 miles just west of Fort Worth, um, God put the hymn on my heart, have faith in God, he's on his throne. Mm. Have faith in God, he watches o'er his own. He will not fail, he must prevail. 
have faith in God, have faith in God. So that song came to my mind, and I began to sing that song at the top of my lungs. (laughs) And by the time I got to the hospital, I remember walking in, and they said, we don't know what has happened, but your son has taken a turn for the better, and it looks like he's going to make it. And I'm telling you guys, faith in God releases your concern. It releases your worry and your fear and says, I choose God. Mm, yeah. I choose God. Yeah. Yep. It's the, it sounds too simple. But it is simply profound when you just believe Him. That's it. And trust Him. That's it. So we want to leave you today with a prayer. And you can put this on your in your own words, but he, here's the thought. Lord, I have faith, but I'm asking you to give me opportunities to increase my faith and to always know that faith in you protects me from the enemy's attacks. Hmm. I remember there's one scripture where it says... Uh, I have faith, help thou my unbelief, though. I have a little faith, right. God give me a lot of faith. A lot of faith, right. And so take the faith that you have and ask God to increase that faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what happens when we just dare to stand on God's yeah. truth. And, and the, 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 you know, the biggest thing is that we need, we need to stay in His Word. Yes, uh, and, and I think that uh, that is a very core part of of uh, of growing our faith, right? Because you know when we read some of these historic stories from the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and you know, there's of course people claim they're oh they're just they're just made up stories. <laughs> you know what? I, I trust that they're real. Amen. Number one, you know, but when you read them and and, and it helps you and in, in grow in your faith to encourage yourself That's to grow right. in your faith. So get involved in a in a uh, in a Bible study with a group of guys. Uh, do a daily devotional. We have a, a fantastic startup kit. If you're listening and you're not, mm-hmm. uh, you have a group of guys that are friends, but you don't meet that you'd like to start something. We've right. got a great uh, a great kit we call it a startup kit it's a men's ministry in a box you know you can start a bible study with what's in the box we give you a six-week study uh you know the the leader's guide uh uh, the video on dvd it's all there it's all there and uh if you're if you're in a church that doesn't have something this is a great on-ramp to growing faith it really is you know i i I got started in a group that met on thursday mornings Mm -hmm. and we were in the we were in the Bible. I would have. I wish they would have been in something that was a study, other than just the Bible initially, because it would have brought me out faster. Right. Because I'm read. You know, I I needed to grow in faith first. So we have a great tool yes, to do we that. Do. We've got the the 31 day devotional yeah. available for free on the website. Um, every startup kit for Wingman comes with that, the book and a little stack of cards in that as well. Right. You want to purchase more? We have those available. That's so we, good. We just have and and Pastor Jay's been on a writing. Binge. I have. We're, so, we're getting ready to getting release ready. a lot we're of books. Ready to and, we're about nine you know, of them. John, as you were talking, I was just thinking, guys. Here, here's a challenge we'd like to to give you. If you will take 
a proverb, the book of Proverbs, and you'll take a chapter a day. Mm. In one month, you will have read through the book of Proverbs. So, guys, that's not too much. So take one chapter of Proverbs every day and watch what happens over that month. You will grow Mm -hmm. tremendously. Mm -hmm. Guys, this is so doable. It is. So if you've been putting it off, just do it. That's it. Just do it. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. Share this with other uh, with other men as well, and uh, and wives too. Absolutely. And, and down the road, we're going to be doing some things specifically for the wives uh, as well. So, we call ladies, them hang wow. on. We've got some some good things gonna, for you as we're gonna well. Na- we're going to name them Wow. Wow. Women. Women of wingmen. Of wingmen. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But until next time, well, wingman out. <laughs>